Hey, what's up? Welcome back. I mean, that that was for myself because welcome back to myself because we've been kind of on a mini mid-season break unintentionally. So, yeah, there was an unintentional hiatus. There was one week where um, we wanted to uh, take a break. Me and, uh, me and the team, I kind of made the executive decision and said, hey, guys, we're going to take a, uh, a week off, mental little mental health break for the week. Um, so we did that. So we recorded the, uh, I mean, last time we were here was for the uh, In the Heights episode. And, you know, if you heard it, you know, we loved it. Um, the music and, you know, everything kind of that came with it. But we were, uh, you know, we were kind of hot and ready ready to go into the next uh episode and i was like you know what? let's just take a just take a break let's take a week off so we took a week off and um and then it turned into two weeks because i totally forgot it was fourth of july like that next weekend and i was busy doing like i was volunteering at a fireworks booth so um i'm not a big fan of like big fireworks and stuff like that it's just like not my thing i think it's all right it's cool but um i just typically don't super care about it but um yeah, I was like, you know what? We're all kind of busy. It's 4th of July weekend. Everyone's probably with their families. So for the team's sake, I was just like, let's just take another week off. So, and then funny enough, it just, we we're happy. We just like, I guess the, in the Heights episode was the 10th episode. And so the season's going to be 20 episodes. So we're, that was like our mid-season, you know, break that we kind of took. And it was all unintentional, but hey, everything happens for whatever reason happens for. But yeah, I'm, I'm super happy to be back um we got the next couple weeks of episodes fully planned out for you so um i'm ready to be back and that way we can kind of get this uh get this ball rolling for the next couple months um but today if you did read the title that be of the episode but at this very moment a little peek behind the curtain i have no idea what we're titling in these episodes but by this time by the time you're reading it i would know so um but if you are reading the title of the episode today we're going to be talking about um, just some music, some of my rotation, some of the stuff I've been listening to and, uh, some of the new albums that have just dropped, uh, for the past two weeks that I've been gone. Um, I think it's e- either two or three weeks. These albums have been out, um, some super news that, that came out today as we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. And some of them have come out in the past couple Fridays, but nonetheless, the main, show today we're going to be talking about a lot of Tyler the creator i'm going to end the show off with him but i'm so i'm going to open the episode talking about more of the other albums that i've been listening to um and then we're going to end on a kind of sort of tyler the creator retrospective um sort of we're just going to talk about the the newest album um so yeah let's go ahead and, and jump right in just kind of like what i've been listening to lately at least out of the newer albums um one of the first ones to come out in the past couple weeks that i've been listening to a lot is from an artist named uh, teo uh or teo however you want to pronounce it colombian singer artist musician um he's on the misfits rep team which is like Jaden's team um jaden smith that is and so i've been a huge fan of Jaden for like many years so they kind of collab a lot. They're really good buddies. And uh, if you don't know Teo, just think of the bushy eyebrow kid from Kicking It, and maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, that kid makes music. He kind of looks like Jesus Christ at the moment. His hair's super long, and <laughs> he's uh, he for real looks like just Google a picture of Mateo Arias. He kind of definitely looks like Jesus. 
Um, but yeah, he just released his second album titled Soul. Um, I don't think I was doing the podcast when the first album came out. I might have been. I can't recall, but it was my one of my favorite albums of 2019. And so I think it was 2019 or 2018. But either way, I really enjoyed that project. It, it felt, felt very, you know, beachy, very much like island influenced, um, super good music. So I, I, I love the first album so much. So I've been highly anticipating a sophomore project from him. So we got that in the form of uh, this album titled Soul and uh sol that is like sunlight or something so i absolutely love this album it is already one of my favorite albums of the year and and all the ones that i'm talking about today most of them anyway are uh kind of contenders to be some of my favorite albums of the year i was just talking about it recently at least to some buddies of mine saying that it's been kind of slow music wise like there hasn't been that much we're six months in and I don't even think I have a top 10 list compiled yet, which is kind of strange. I feel like um, either all the music came out last year and I just don't remember or we're ramping up for a crazy 2022 because, um, yeah, I don't even have a top 10 compiled and we're already six months in. We still have a long six months to go or like, I guess, five or like mid July now, um, five and a half, four and a half. But we... Uh, we still got a good ways to go, so I'm, I'm banking some of more of my favorite artists um, start dropping sometime uh, at the back half of this year. Um, but yeah, to, to talk a little bit about um, Soul, this is very much like kind of digging more deeper into his Colombian roots, and I really love the project. I think it like blends a more modern spanish sound that we hear on the radio like a bad bunny kind of thing and kind of mixes in an, an, an oldish more like uh contemporary or, or or more island type vibe to this so i think he blends his like colombian style a lot with his style that he's kind of been kind of taking on um at least from the first album it sounds this album sounds like a good transition and a good uh step up from his first project so I love the blend. I love it so much. I, I think the features are really good. Um, most of this album is just purely him, which is super nice. And he does a lot of background work for um, for like Jaden Smith. So hearing him in his own voice is, is some of my, you know, favorite kind of music to hear. So um, this album's not super long. It's only half an hour long, 12 songs. Um, I think it's super concise, super good. I probably you know i prefer more of a shorter album something that's more concise more conceptual more um condensed something that i can consume pretty easily and it's not going to take me an hour and a half to consume the project um so on my end this album kind of just like definitely piques my interest in the most ways in every way uh my favorite tracks probably being the one of willow smith called buzz i think it's super great i think her i think she's been kind of doing so many good things lately for the music industry. I love a lot of her singles that she's been releasing. I can't wait to uh, talk about her album. Uh, I think she just announced it. I think it comes out next Friday. So I'm going to get to that one eventually. I might be on another music hiatus since we got some things planned for the next uh, couple weeks ahead. Um, so I won't be able to talk about the Willow project until maybe about a month from now. Um, but yeah, I love that one. I love Rico. I think that one's super great. I love the Spanish vibes on it. 
um, the most is really good. And Buena, we just, I was just talking about this not too long ago too. We watched In the Heights and we love the soundtrack. We love the music. And I think this song, I feel like they should have just put him on the soundtrack. I think he would have sounded amazing. Um, and he's an actor and he sings. And he's like, you know, musically inclined. So I feel like he would have just been a perfect fit for the cast of In the Heights. Um, and so Buena sounds like it should be on the soundtrack for In the Heights. So I, I had such a good time listening to that song. I still listen to it like every day almost. So shout out to Teo. Probably out of 10, I'm going to give this album probably like an eight and a half. I think it's super solid. I love it. I had really good time. Definitely might end off in my top five unless something crazy comes out this year and knocks it out. But um, at the moment, it's in there. He's in there. I love, I, I, I just, I can't wait to see him grow. And I remember I saw him in December 2019 with a buddy of mine, um, my friend Sam, and we were very much looking forward to seeing him open up for Jaden Smith when we went to go see Jaden perform. And then I was crazy because Jaden brought out Kid Cudi and, you know, that's like, you know, one of the goats, the greatest of all time. Um, so we saw tail open up and he previewed some of these songs. And so I just been waiting a couple years to hear these bad boys. So, uh, yeah, shout out to tail. It's first album of the first album of the day we're talking about. So I, I loved it so much. Um, I think it's fantastic. I love the sound. It's definitely caters to me a ton. So it's album number one, album number two came out today. Uh, I'm going to talk about this one, get this one out of the way. Cause I don't love it that much. Uh, it's from an artist called uh, Vince Staples. Um, huge fan of Vince Staples. I've, I've met him a couple years ago with my brother. It was super fun when we got to kind of see him perform. I've seen him perform a bunch of times. Um, this album felt more low-key. I, I don't have much to say about it just because I've only heard it once and I heard it this morning. Um, so I don't have like a proper, fully concise and, and, and marinated review. I haven't been sitting on this album for weeks. I've just been kind of... I just consumed it once this morning and just like a first impression kind of thing. So this is probably not my final verdict. This is just like a very much like a first impression kind of thing. And I felt it was kind of slow. I felt like it was missing something. I feel like the the regular flair and the attitude that we usually get from Vince Staples and the fun was just not here this time around. It's a super short project. It's only like 22 minutes, which is honestly, I think is a good thing about it. Um, I can't imagine me sitting through more of this. And I felt like 22 minutes kind of almost felt a little bit too long. As And I, as much as I love Vince, I love uh, Summer 06. Um, I love um, Big Fish Theory. I, I'm a huge fan of a lot of his projects. And, and um, FM is really fantastic. I just was hope and I you know the production side is really good I think this whole project is done by Kenny Beats and I'm a huge Kenny Beats fan so on the production side of things I think it sounds amazing it's so fantastic I just felt Vince was a little stale on it and I do like a lot uh, you know a decent amount of the songs on here it just didn't stick to me like the way I wanted it to on first impression um a lot of the times that happens when I'm listening to albums though I, I tend to not you know, it takes a lot for me to love something right away. And so, you know, I'm going to talk about an album later that I didn't like at all when I first heard it. Um, but I super love it now, but that we'll get to that later. But yeah, so I think just the first impression wise, I'm, I probably will give this a five out of 10. It's not my favorite Vince project. It doesn't strike me the way the other ones do. Um, almost left me like wanting more, you know, like it wasn't, it just didn't fill me up the way I wished it did. Um, 
so yeah that's the vince staples project it's it's self-titled vince staples um so yeah that, i would say that's the second project we're gonna get to the third project titled deadpan love cautious clay um i'm a huge cautious clay fan i've i've only just discovered his music maybe like two years ago i would say um i discovered him on a tiny desk concert and i don't know what he was playing but i think i love the aesthetic of the look of this tiny desk concert and if you don't know what the tiny desk is please go educate yourself i love the tiny desk concerts i think they're fantastic i love this like tiny you know tiny desk environment that they're in at the npr headquarters or wherever they're at the studios or their offices um and they just perform these like couple songs you know there's pretty popular artists that kind of go on there but you know i have a wish list of artists that i wish would go on and perform um but cautious clay really struck me when i the first time i heard him on there i was like wow you know the songs that he performed i never heard him before but i thought it was fantastic so i was like okay started searching for more music um really loved his uh, cold war project i think it's uh pretty fantastic and it was a pretty good introduction to like his writing style and his sound and all and then just like how he kind of approaches music in a in a different way and i really enjoy him not being boxed in because i you know i do i like all kinds of artists but i prefer it when the artist is is more you know wide variety and and they don't box themselves into a certain genre and that's that's cautious clay all the way um but the project is not called cold war i messed up it's called blood type um so that was like my first introduction to him like stolen moments in cold war and joshua tree um like those hearing those songs for the first time was really fantastic i think uh he's done a lot of writing for like taylor swift and john legend so you know he's he's uh he's a good man behind the pen i think he's really fantastic i love what he has to say um i think he's clever with his melodies i've been following on him instagram for a while and I, every time i see him like you know come up with these like chords or melodies or these you know anything right there on the spot on instagram i'm just like holy cow this sounds so good and he's been hinting at some of these songs for years already so it's nice to see them fully fleshed out and fully mixed and mastered and really well done um and then the table of context project that came out 2019 i really like a lot of those songs a lot too so he's just been you know been enjoying so much of cautious clay's music i think he's just a fantastic musician he's been one of my favorite artists of the past couple years and he doesn't even release super often um, I think during the pandemic, he released quite a lot, though. I think he uh, um, he had the Swim Home, 13 Reasons Why soundtrack. I think that was fantastic. Uh, Cheesin', I think that one was super great. It's like Remy Wolf, Sophie Myers, and I think Still Woozy. And so that's just like a crazy collaboration that he decided to do in the middle of the pandemic. That was like a great summer song for me last year. Um, and then he released like one two three four five six seven singles going in and i'm not usually personally i'm not a fan of of when an artist decides to release like half the album before the album even drops like i'm cool with a couple teasers here and there maybe a single or two but this dude dropped seven singles so it almost i almost have the approach of like a lot of the times i don't like to see too much of the album before i you know hear it and I kind of have that same approach when I come when it, when it comes to movies. I don't like going into the movie knowing too much more than I have to. And it, it, you know, mostly if it's like a movie that I'm highly anticipating, 
and most of the time for those movies, it's like a, a crazy comic book movie that has a bunch of lore behind it that I don't want to know anything about it. I don't like seeing trailers for it. I'll watch like one just so I can get a feel of what the characters look like and stuff like that. And then I'm pretty much good to go. But for the most part, I'm very particular when it comes to watching movie trailers or watching like behind the scenes stuff or watching, you know, set pics release or something like I kind of like to hide myself from all of that. I like to see scenes for the first time. I like to see things for the first time, hear things for the first time. I like for every experience to be fresh and new to my eyes, my ears when I go in and I have that approach for movies and I kind of have that approach for music. Um, so I technically have heard half the album before the album even came out, but I, he didn't market most of the singles on here. Like if they were, for the album he kind of just dropped them never said like oh it's a single my album comes out this year you know he just kind of dropped them sometime last year and i was like oh cool maybe he's like dropping like an ep before he drops the album um but no all these are for the album and i didn't really like these singles by themselves but in in you know full context with the album i think they sound really amazing here and i think a lot of the times singles can fall victim to being you know, a little lackluster when they're alone, but in the context of an album, they it, they almost get elevated by their whatever was, uh, you know, preceding them or whatever's after them. And, and so things can blend really well together. And I, that's exactly how I felt. And I was like, oh, I didn't really like, you know, I didn't really like Roots or, or Dying in the Subtleties or, or, you know, some of the other singles that were on here. I didn't love them by themselves. I think the the main one I really was looking forward to when I first heard it was Karma and Friends. I think that was such an insane single. Wildfire is pretty good. And I was just like, okay, no more singles. I just want the album, drop the album. And so, you know, very excited. He dropped the album same day as Tyler. I was like, wow, this guy's insane, dude. Um, Tyler takes over when he drops. So, yeah, Cautious Clay, now that we have the album, um, I have been listening to it nonstop. I love it a ton and I loved it on first listen too which was pretty crazy so I was really enjoying it so it's a 14 song album only half an hour long also um but I remember and I'll talk about it after but I heard another album that night and then I jumped right into this album like afterwards and I was like I felt lukewarm about the first album and I was like okay let's listen to the second album most of the time I spend my Thursday nights just like listening to music because uh, New Music Friday on Spotify is at 9 o'clock, you know, West, uh, Western times and then Eastern times. It comes out like at midnight for everyone else. So we get it like three hours early here. Um, so most of the time when I'm listening to brand new music, it's then I'll put on like a video game or like Minecraft or Crash Bandicoot or something. And then I will jump right into it and then start listening to it. Or I'll play a video game where I don't have to pay attention to what I'm actually playing. Like, I, I won't play, like, a story-driven video game. Like, if there's, like, dialogue I need to hear during cutscenes and stuff like that. I usually play video games, like, I play, like, Super Smash Brothers. That's, like, a fighting game where I don't really have to, like, fully pay attention to what I'm doing. And, like, speaking of Smash Brothers, I've been getting rocked by Kazuya and mains. But, um... I'm not going to talk about that. It's embarrassing. But <laughs> I, I've been, uh, you know, I'll put on like a Crash Bandicoot where it's just like a platformer. I just have to jump over stuff and I can like focus on the music and lyrics and, and, and while I'm playing the game. So I won't play like a Spider-Man or a Last of Us or a God of War while I'm like, you know, listening to the music because I'm then I'm going to have to like constantly be pausing and seeing what the dialogue is all the time. And so um, 
very particular on what I'm playing when I'm listening to music or maybe like Call of Duty or something. Um, but on that note, I, I've been really enjoying this. And that night when I heard it, I immediately loved it a lot. And I was like, wow, I had such a good time listening to that. It was super fun. Um, so to kind of like jump through some of my favorites, I was just kind of showing Rafa and his little brother some of the songs right now. Uh, some of my favorites, High Risk Travel. I think it's really fun. A great opener. Um, Shook is awesome. Amazing. I'm super frustrated at the moment because I can't figure out what he's sampling. It's like a classic jam and I can't figure it out. It's like on the tip of my tongue and then I can't, there's like something stopping me. It's like I'm getting mind blocked right now from like figuring out what song he's sampling on shook but i think shook is insane such a good song such a good jam karma and friends is like one of the great singles that i heard you know leading into this album so i think it's the best single it's amazing probably my favorite song on the project i love uh karma and friends saba does this thing on strange love i'm a big saba fan he's a great rapper i i'm super excited to see that collaboration um dying in the subtlety is super amazing why is your clay so cautious it's a dumb name but i love the song so much um and uh probably wildfire those are probably like my favorite songs on the project so i'm gonna say this project's also eight and a half out of ten i really really enjoyed it really loved it um and i had such a good time like listening to this album so even then it hasn't grown old for me it's been a couple weeks since it came out or a week and a half or so so uh yeah shout out to cautious clay if you haven't go check out deadpan love and uh go stream that super great so uh that's probably going to be um the third album that we're talking about and then we're going to talk about the final project that i've been listening to is call me if you get lost by Tyler Baudelaire, Tyler Creator, Bunny Hop, T Dollar, all the above, all the nicknames that he's got. We're, we're shouting them out today for sure. Um, this one I've been listening to every day. I, I story, quick story, real quick. I this is the album that I've been talking about that I didn't like on first listen. So I was listening to it that night it came out and I finished it and I was like, ooh, I don't think I like that <laughs> at all. And uh, I was like, it was all right. It just felt like it was missing something on first listen. And I was like, cool. I tweeted my thoughts. I was like, you know what? I don't think I liked it. It was kind of mid. I might have to just like read you guys the tweets right now because I was, uh, I'm probably going to beat myself up for even tweeting this. But um, I was very much like not into it right away is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, where is this tweet at? I was tweeting it. Oh, I found it. I said, uh, Tyler album is May on first listen. Bummed out. This is June 24th. It is July 9th at the time this is coming out. Um, so June 24th, I was like, nah. And then the next morning I put it on. Uh, what is this? Uh, oh, this was five in the afternoon that, that, that I tweeted. I commented on myself. But second listen to Tyler album. I love it so much more than it previously thought. The great far, uh, far outweighs the not so great. So sure, I'll love it more as I listen to it more. And I went from meh to really enjoying it overnight, which is exactly how I felt. And I didn't like this album at first. And then the next day I listened to it twice. And I was like, dang, I actually like this a lot more than I thought I did. Um, and then I put third day listening to third, third listen, third day. This album is crazy. WTF, WTF Tyler Baudelaire. 
it's true i i just kept loving it more and then i tweet like 10 days later i was like 10th listen probably album of the year probably um i love this tyler album i have a long history with tyler creator i've been a huge fan of him since like goblin this year's a 10 10 year anniversary so i think i'm going to kind of cut short on the tyler talk and i might give him his own episode on a retrospective episode which i might try to do that within these next 10 episodes um he's like one of my favorite artists of all time so i think it's only right that i give him his like own episode but i want to talk about at the very least this album and then on the retrospective episode that i'm impromptu planning right now in front of you i'm gonna do that in a couple weeks for sure and then just talk about like my history with tyler and the 10-year anniversary of goblin and and just like where i was during that time to where i am now and how every album is just different i'll talk about that when i get to that but let's talk about call me if you get lost review um this album sounds absolutely nothing like i've ever heard from him anyway um Let's just talk about how he got the DJ drama stamp on this whole project. When I heard Lumberjack as a single, I was like, oh, we got DJ drama yelling, yelling on the, on the ad libs on here. You know, like I thought I was like, okay, that's crazy. But I didn't know it was going to be a full Tyler X DJ drama project. And so I was super hype when I was, I kept hearing DJ drama and all the songs and I know a lot of probably like the young kids who don't know DJ drama and never listened to Dat Piff mixtapes like don't know nothing about like that DJ drama era like everyone had DJ drama on the project like I think one of my favorites DJ drama collabs was like the remix project with Childish Gambino when he did Stone Mountain and Kauai and I think that's like one of my most like fun callbacks i can do in my own head is the childish gambino dj drama stone mountain mixtape and i think it's crazy and i and i just i've been you know listening to so many dj drama collabs for so many years especially when i was younger and i was in high school and middle school um that was just the man it's a legend the legend dj drama so hearing him yell all over this project is nostalgia incarnate and i know tyler like kind of tweeted himself and he was like He's like, I manifested this and and how like he's always wanted a, a DJ drama mixtape. But now instead of a mixtape, he decided to make an album instead of the mixtape, which I'm super happy that he decided to do. So um, this has made me like in the house, just start yelling DJ drama ad libs. Like I'll randomly go around the house saying Tyler Baudelaire or, or uh, Gangsta Grill. Like a Gangsta Grills mixtape is so legendary to like have under your belt as an artist and i feel like if you get one you're you've been stamped you know with the legendary status so um gangsta grills album too that's even a step up so uh shout out to dj drama it's really great um let's talk about the track list a little bit uh another one of the singles so right after lumberjack i was like cool lumberjack sounds crazy i hope he's going you know, going in, I was really hoping he, he was going for this Griselda vibe because I know he's been like on Freddie Gibbs project and and uh, West Side Gun project. And I've been really loving those that sound, that Griselda sound. And I was like, Lumberjack almost felt like he was going for that. And he, and he does go for that a little bit, but not as hard as I would have liked. But I really love what he brought to the table anyway. And um, so kind of going off the back of that he drops what's your name 
music video. And I was like, if this album sounds like this, I'm going to lose my mind. It doesn't sound like this. Like this is the only song on the album that sounds like this old school summer vibe. Um, it's like probably my favorite song on the album. And not only that, this dude gets NBA young boy. And if you've seen all the NBA young boy memes, you know that this man is black air force energy incarnate, at least with his music. And he puts them on this like super lovey dovey song. It's just like to kind of subvert your expectations of, of who NBA young boy is. Um, and I love the feature. I didn't like it on first listen. I was like, Oh, I wish it was just, you know, just Tyler. And I feel like Tyler has a tendency to like throw an an unexpected feature and an unexpected beat twist to like a very softer song that you would almost like to hear in its own pocket, but he likes to add this like crazy energy onto the back of it. But in reality, I, I, after a couple listens, I was like, I think NBA young boy sounds great on here. And I didn't like it at first, but I love him now. I think it sounds super fitting. And I, and I've gotten used to kind of like hearing his verse at the end. And it sounds weird if you don't hear his verse at the end of it. So, um, yeah, I'm not an NBA young boy fan by any means necessary but i am a fan of his verse on this song i think he sounds really good i think it's very fitting of, of maybe who he is in actuality because tyler says he's a sweetheart but according to like all the memes dude's like a like rough around the edges you know so super big fan of what's your name it's probably like my favorites and the tidal sign vocals anytime your song says featuring tidal sign it's already gold it's already a goaded song so uh yeah huge title assigned featuring title assigned anyway um i'm a huge fan of corso i think it's a super great song but lemonhead you, you put lemonhead on that sounds like classic mixtape gangsta grills like gangsta grizzle i love i can't that's so nostalgic to hear and and lemonhead with 42 doug goes crazy i love the 42 doug feature i'm not even a 42 doug guy i didn't know who he was until like i heard this album but then, you know, after I realized that I have heard him on some songs, but I just didn't particularly care about him. Um, but this sounds like super Gangsta Grills mixtape, and I and I love 42 Doug's feature on here. I think he sounds amazing. And he, I guess he's on the Double XL freshman list, too. That's pretty cool. Pretty relevant, so, sarcastically, I suppose. Um, Hot Wind Blows. Tyler got a crazy Wayne feature on here. I You know, I, I think... I think he had a good, I, this Wayne feature is better than the one on, I think it was Wolf or is it, or is it Flower Boy? I don't remember off the top of my head, but, um, yeah, this Wayne verse is crazy. So he stole the show. Hot Wind Blows is such a great song. Um, run it up. I don't know who Tizo touchdown is. Um, but I just saw today. I haven't watched it, but I don't know if you watch, you know, Kenny beats the cave. I I'm a huge fan of those. So um, I guess he was on the the cave today. So he looks like an absolute goofball. I, I have no idea uh, what his like sound is or what you know what he brings to the table differently in the music industry. But I'm curious to see that after I'm done with this uh, episode. Um, but run it up is probably also one of my favorite songs of the project. The energy is crazy. Um, I think it's uh, it's definitely a top three on the project. I had. I like got chills when I heard it for the first time, I believe. So shout out to Tizo. I don't know who you are, but fire, fire thing. Uh, Manifesto, Damo Genesis. It's been such a long time since I've heard Damo on like anything. 
Um, Tyler doesn't really collab with his Odd Future homies anymore in that sense. So it's super nice. I haven't heard him since Wolf um, on that one Wolf song with him and Earl. Uh, I was just listening to it the other day because I was like, oh, I forgot how Damo sounds on like these like older Tyler songs and even on his own project. So I had such a good time um, listening to that that Wolf Damo Earl Tyler song. So um, Damo Genesis kills it, dude. I haven't heard that guy in a long time. So um, I think Manifesto is fantastic. And then now we get to this nine minute sweet slash I thought you wanted to dance um song featuring Brent Fias and Fanna Hughes. Um that song is and Joe's listening to Rafa's little brother's listening to it right now. <laughs> um and I, I think it's such a crazy song. I did not like this song when I first heard it. I felt not that it was too long because I really I I don't mind long songs. I just felt that it sounded good. I just didn't like Tyler's vocals on the back end when it came to like the reggae switch up that he kind of threw on here um and i was just like "Ooh, i wish that he just let brent fias sing or something because i just don't like tyler vocals and like now i'm more okay with it i'm more um i've accepted the fact that i'm not getting anyone else singing on here so i think i've either just like learned to just enjoy whatever i could um but yeah i don't mind the song i like a song a lot more than i did when i first heard it so um, I've been enjoying it. I love the transition. I think it's a crazy long song. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, sweet slash, uh, I thought you wanted to dance is a, uh, certified banger for sure. I love listening to the whole thing. It, it definitely is way outside of Tyler's zone. I never thought I'd hear him on a, on a, like a reggae type, you know, production. So, um, shout out to Tyler. That was pretty crazy. Unexpected. I dig the subversion of expectations. Um, mama talk is hilarious. It's just his mama talking mad ish. So, uh, that was hilarious. I did not expect her to just be going crazy like that on a Tyler album. So shout out to Tyler's mama. I don't know who you are, but sick, uh, rise is pretty great too with Daisy world. I like Daisy world. That band's really good. Um, so unexpected feature really did their thing on there. Um, blessed just like Tyler has some great like interludes on here of him just talking or his mom just talking or him just saying that like like I think this album he's his most personal and I think he, it's took him a long time because I feel like most Tyler albums he tends to put characters and like or he creates these characters that surround his like struggles rather and rather than him coming from the perspective of Tyler, he creates these characters like Wolf or Igor or something to like kind of mask that like he's talking about himself, but he's talking about it in the perspective of a character rather than in the perspective of himself. So in this album, it's just Tyler. It's like, well, he calls himself Tyler Baudelaire, but I think it's very much still himself and him using his first name is, is like, a very big step to making it more personal and making it more about himself. And I think he talks more about himself than I've ever heard him talk really. Um, and I think he's like his most braggadocious and his most personal on here. And like his version of success is way different from most of your favorite rappers perspective and, and version of success. And I think he talks about it in such a good way. Um, and his 
his version of success is like, I made my own ice cream flavor. I have the best music festival out there. And just like stuff like that stuff that he really wants to do, like his hobbies that he gets to do and like traveling the world. That's his version of success that he got to leave his room at 20 years old to go travel Europe is success. Not him getting all the materialistic things, not him drowning in the, in the, in, in the fame and fortune, but him going out and, and seeing the world and getting more perspective is his version of success. So I really loved that side of him. And I love that his success isn't like every ever every other rapper's version of success. And I love how braggadocious he is on this project. Um, then we get probably also one of my favorite songs on the project, Juggernaut, featuring Lil Ver and Pharrell the Goat Williams. Tyler gets some crazy verses from Uzi and uh, Pharrell on this, especially Pharrell. You get Pharrell to rap some bars on your project, that's great. Only Tyler can do that, I feel. So um, the Pharrell verse is crazy. The Uzi ver verse is insane. I've been learning it by heart. I absolutely love it. Um, and the energy on this track is just super fun. I love Juggernaut. It's definitely top three on the project also for me, including Run It Up and it's probably What's Your Name. Um, I would say those are the top three of the song. And then I think he gets incredibly uh, personal with Wilshire and to end it off in Safari. I love this album. It's it's probably also like it maybe right under a nine, right over an eight and a half. Um, it is not my favorite Tyler project. I will talk about what my favorite Tyler project project is on the Tyler retrospective when we do that episode. Um and I'll kind of re-talk about this this album in comparison to his other works. But for now, my final verdict is like an 8.7, 8.8 out of out of 10. It's not quite a 9 because I feel like one of his other albums is a 9. And I don't think this album is as good as that album. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of this album. I absolutely love it. And I went from not really liking it at first, being very mad about it, like maybe like a 8. Or I, I went from maybe thinking it was like a six to about an eight point eight, eight point nine. So very much like close to just completely f flipping my emotions and how I felt about this album like really quickly. Um, so yeah, these these are the albums that I've been having in rotation a lot. I'm excited to hear that Willow album next week. Isaiah Rashad just announced his project, and I'm a huge Isaiah fan. We've been waiting since, like, 2017 to get an Isaiah project. This man has been slacking. We're in 2021. I'm, like, this long overdue Isaiah always keeps us waiting for an album. And so he's also, like, one of my favorite rappers. So um, we're finally getting some TDE rollout. So let's hope we get some Kendrick announcement this year or something. I'm waiting for more um, so I can con compile this top 10 list for you that's going to drop at the end of the year um we got five more months to go uh that's probably going to be it for today's episode in terms of music just just to kind of be on the lookout for what's upcoming um today's you know the music episode and then next week we got the finale of low-key so we're going to talk about that um we got some uh, we're going to be pretty busy so i'm gonna you know try to get in here when i could but we have the low-key episode so we're going to talk about you know, me and Roth will be on here talking about the uh, how he felt about the whole season of Loki and maybe what we want for the future and maybe our thoughts on uh, the future of these Marvel shows and maybe how they can kind of go about them differently or what we want to see from them. So we're going to talk about Loki and then the following week we're going to we're going to talk about the Black Widow movie, but we're going to go see it tonight. 
Um, so we're going to try to get our thoughts on that relatively soon. And then we're going to, uh, talk about it in two weeks. And, uh, yeah, we got some more episodes of other things and other topics planned for you in the future, but yeah, that's for it for the, for the near future. We got Loki and, and Black Widow coming. So double Marvel, double week, excited to kind of touch on those, but that's going to be it for today's episode. Let me know how you feel about these albums. If you've heard of them, um, and if you do listen to them, I want to know what your favorite out of the four was, either the Teo, Soul Project, Deadpan Love, Cautious Clay, Vince Staples, Self-Titled, Tyler Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. Let me know how you feel about them. Much love. It's really nice to be back again um, and uh, nice to kind of uh, be here, even though none of you are here right in front of me. It's just Rafa and Joe on their phones the entire time. So, yeah, but much love again. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Also, shout out to Vicky because she's... Uh, putting in a lot of work on the graphic design side she does all the graphic design stuff so shout out to vic um much love and i forgot to also shout out to a friend of mine she got me um i I, she told me i talked about the uh scott pilgrim that scott pilgrim episode that we had maybe about a month or so back month and a half um one of my friends heard that i couldn't get my hands on the release for that scott pilgrim vinyl and she heard that episode and she got me it for my birthday and she's just the absolute sweetest. I love her so much. So I just want to shout her out. I don't know if she's listening to this episode, but she heard that one. So maybe she is listening to this one. So I just want to say, you know, you know who you are. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Love you a ton. So, uh, but yeah, that's going to be, uh, it for me on today's episode. I much appreciate it. We'll catch you at the Loki episode. We'll catch you at the black widow episode, but until then, Peace. <laughs>